and one and one and one and two and one and two and three and three and four and five and six. Hey, what's good? It's your boy 2P, a.k.a. Big D from the CPT. So tonight is official, the, the launching of Taco Tuesdays. No, not Taco Tuesdays. It's Topical Tuesdays. Coo, 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 coo. Those are my sound effects because I can't afford the real effects yet. But we're going to get those and we're going to do that. But again, we want to just thank our last guest was uh, Brother Edward, Edward Roman. And we talked about the book, from the book, by the book. Go ahead and check this out. You got the book right here. And uh, it's, it's doing real good on Amazon. Check it out. Check out the last interview. But check this out. With no further ado, we got to do this. I'm bringing on a good friend, like I told you. All throughout the summer, we're going to be bringing in brothers and sisters in the Lord. People from different backgrounds, different churches. With one goal in mind is to point people to Jesus. Topical Tuesdays is in full effect. Tonight we launch it. I couldn't do it without my brother. I said, Lord, I got to get this guy. I got to get this theologian, this scholar in on the podcast. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring on my mother, my brother from another mother with the same father. Give it up for Matt Dominguez. What's good? Talk to me. Tell, you, tell me what you're What's doing. What's going what on, my brother? Hey, I'm just blessed to be here, bro. I'm grateful that you invited me on. Take some time out. Uh and just get into God's word, man. Like you and I, we we enjoy to do. We Amen. enjoy to do. I don't know. I appreciate the intro. Lord knows I ain't all that, man. I try to do what I can, but you know, um, just trying to be diligent, man. Trying to be a, a good and humble servant, bro. You know what I mean? Amen. A theological engineer. Huh. Okay. All right. You're all right. Okay. So I said I was I, uh his name is Matthew Dominguez, but Talk to us. Just give us a little snippet about who you are, you know, where you're coming from. Uh, I know you're not. Uh, this is not love connection, so you don't got to go deep. You know, you like horseback riding and the sunsets and you, you know, all that stuff. But give us a little preview, a little snippet of who Matthew Dominguez is, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, wow. Where do I start? I mean, I can go on forever. <laughs> um. Let's see. I was born and raised in the church. Well, not born in the church. I was raised in the church. Uh, Mom had us in private school growing up most of my life, uh, all the way up probably until junior high. Junior high was in for a rude awakening, you know, got into uh, regular schools. Um, You know, my mom always made sure she took us to church or, you know, you give your heart to, to the Lord as a young child. You know, I think I was probably in preschool or kindergarten when, you know, when you're on my bed, I'm laying there. I remember my teacher talking about, you know, giving your heart to God and inviting them in. Um, so that foundation was always set. Teenage years come in, the rebellious years go out and uh, start living for me. Right? I became the king, the, the master of my my life. My uh, What was going to happen was what I said was going to happen. Uh, I end up on that dirty road that a lot of us do, uh, drugs and alcohol and, you know, all the things that come with that. Um did a little bit of some jail time, you know, as a repercussions of that, you know, the Lord does what he can to try to wake us up. I know I had a lot of people praying for me, moms and all my family, you know, praying for me, um, wishing that the Lord would move in my life. And so he does what he does and spent a little bit of jail time. And that wasn't enough. You know, the fact of the idea of losing my family wasn't necessarily enough for me to absolutely get clean. Um, at that point, uh, 
he went ahead and did what the Lord does, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense at the time, but he um, went ahead and removed me from my family. Uh, my my wife of the 14 years uh, decided that it wasn't working out anymore. Uh, and so it was time for me to go. There's a variety of reasons. I mean, we can get into it of what it was, what it was like. But end of the day, I mean, I, I wasn't the man that I was supposed to be. Okay. First and, I mean, you know how it goes. I caught up in my own disease how could i raise a family or lead them in, in the way that they're supposed to be led right mm, come on so, um she uh gives me the boot and made absolutely no sense to me um and one day i'm going to work and i'm bawling my eyes out asking the lord and i, and I just you know i'm like I, I didn't make any sense to me whatsoever but i, I cried out to the lord and i told him you know driving to work i says lord i said if you're real and I, you know, that I don't know what they say about doing this. I've heard, you know, both sides of the coin questioning the Lord. But I just wanted to ask him, I said, Lord, if you're real, if you're real, I need you to show up today. Mm, come on. Because if, you don't, if you're not here, then I don't see a point in any of this. All of this is for, it, it's a waste. And I'm going to go do whatever I want to do. And I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to go full bore. You know, I, I really, really was. I had no, no reason to stop anymore for anything. Um, that day... Crazy enough, uh, I had two individuals that hardly knew me, didn't know anything that was going on in my life at the time, told me that the Lord wanted to use me. If I would just surrender myself to him, he was going to do great things in my life. He was going to use me in a mighty way. Completely floored me, you know, obviously. And you don't, who expects that out of nowhere, you know, especially when you're in the, the lowest part of your life. Um, went home that night and I told God, I said, okay, I guess you are real. Mm, come on <laughs> i mean I, I you know we don't believe in coincidences you know the lord does what he does when he does it he moves when he moves and 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 uh makes his makes a way um started going to the whosoever church again growing up being somewhat of a knucklehead you know not really uh one of the reasons i moved out of the church and i stopped going when i was younger was uh i, I used to do the music in there even when in my sickness i used to do the music for the church and um you know, there I am in my 40 Dickies and my white T-shirt, mm. you know, you getting ready for the Easter Sunday program. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You used to do the music like you used to, you were a DJ or you, the, what did you, you played an instrument? No, yeah, uh, like the DJ, setting up all the microphones, the oh, mixing okay. board and all that kind of stuff. Okay, I was like, man, you, you, didn't, all that kind you of didn't tell me that you sang acapulco, I mean acapella. I do, I do a little bit in the shower. Uh, so they we, still bang on the door and tell me, cut it out. <laughs> hey, man, carry on. I was like, dude, he didn't tell me he sang. That's pretty dope. Like, we should have started a group already. But anyways, go ahead. I sing, but it's not for anybody to hear. Come on. It's not for the Lord. That's <laughs> I think he's the only one who tolerates my singing. <laughs> hey. Anyways, um, I remember uh, I was sitting in a pew and I go to move out of the way for all the people up there in the uh, the choir to come down and, and sit down. And um, this one woman, these two women come to sit in my pew and I slide down and they look up and they look at me and they, they went to the pew behind me. And I just remember feeling judged, you know, um, and he gave me nothing but an excuse to run away from the church. Um, those people were hypocrites. You know, they're this or that. I, I mean, I had nothing but a boatload of excuses of why I didn't need to go there anymore, regardless of what mom was telling me and how, you know, while she had raised me, this is what the church, the world is right. The church is this, they are that, you know, and um, 
Anyways, long story short, I ended up going to the Whosoever's, Calvary Chapel uh, Diamond Bar, Ryan Reese's um, group that he started, the Whosoever's, and I loved it because it was nothing but a bunch of knuckleheads. I mean, you know, like they're saying is they're going to Hell's Gates, trying to bring people back, and and that's what they did. I was in the pew, listened to a sermon, and uh, the pastor said, Pastor Scott says, um, if you want the Lord to remove that heart of stone that you have, you know, he's reciting verses up there, scripture. And my heart, again, after my separation from my ex-wife, it was it was foul. It was foul. I was just angry with the world, with everybody, relationships, marriages, anybody who had anything good. I wanted to spit on them. I mean, just to start with, you know, uh, I didn't want any part of that. And um, that day, the, the Lord really, you know, even though I had given my heart to him after he had showed up, uh, and that's what opened the door to going back to church. You know, it's not like the day you you ask the Lord to come and in, come into your heart and save you, that everything automatically becomes uh, sunshine and rainbows, like they say, right? That's right. We're taking the rainbow back. Um, it's not like that at all, right? It, it's still, you still have to deal with where you are. Amen. Yes. And yes. Um, really, not until you get into the scripture, does your life actually actually start to change. It starts to evolve through God's word right through being in uh, in church um fellowshipping uh that's when that's when it actually happens right we acknowledge that we want to be there yes lord save me i'm tired of my of this disgusting life that i'm living i can't take it anymore save me right like like peter in 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 the water as he's sinking lord save me mm. right uh, we can cry that out and, and, and everybody likes to knock the evangelicals because, you know, again, say a prayer and you're good to go, right? But that's just nothing more than the start, right? We're letting the Lord know, hey, I hear you knocking and I will open the door and I want you to come reside with me. But now the work starts, right? Now it's time for me to get dig in and really just start um, becoming a disciple, mm, right? Come on. I feel, you know, and, and so um, that's what it was, bro. And so now, you know... Um, I try to read as much as I can. Uh, you know, I've been I've done the one year Bible uh, a couple times. Right now, I'm doing what is it? David Gusick's thirty the Bible from thirty thousand feet, which is a nice little um, kind of a, I don't want to say study Bible, but um, a commentary mm, come on. through the Bible um, and just reading as much as I can, bro. Because I know um, you know, and this kind of goes to the topic of what we have today. It's um, and this is what I heard going to the whosoever's. Um, a lot of things have to change, right? Um, that secular life that we live, the input that, I mean, I don't know about you, but I grew up listening to Tupac, Snoop Dogg. I mean, one of my first cassettes was the DOC. Second one was the Easy es album. Mine was Death Certificate. 14 years old. Ice huh? Mine was Death Certificate, Ice Cube. Okay. All right. Mm. That was, that came down the line, but yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a wonder why we acted the way we did. Mm feeding that to our brain and to our spirit. No wonder we acted a fool, right? That's what we're being told. This is how you act. This is how you treat people, you know, and this and that. So um, what they said in another one of the sermons I was at there, Pastor Scott, again, is, is garbage in, garbage out, man. You know, if this is what I'm going to feed my spirit, then this is what the result's going to be, you know, and, and if I feed it the things of the Lord, then this is the direction of my life. You'll see that manifest in me, right? And that's where the change comes in. And, and that's what I ultimately needed. That's what I wanted. 
Um, and, and I mean, even to this day, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm still learning the full definition of the word surrender. Mm, come on. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like they say, you know, okay, Lord, here we go. I'm going to give you all these things in this room right here that I have, but the closet, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> I'll let you know when you can have the closet. Okay. Amen. Don't, don't even look in there, Lord, do me a favor. I know, you know, what's in there, but I'm, I'm going to take care of that. Right. Um, so the Lord's still working on me. I mean, he's still dealing with me in many, many ways. Um, but his word is, it's transforming brother. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm in my second marriage now. Uh, we have a beautiful three-year-old daughter. And my wife, sometimes she'll tell me, she says, you know, I don't know why your first wife threw you away the way she did. She says, either you were really, really bad and you have been changed that much. Or she just really didn't know. She didn't know how to see what was going on. And I'm like, you know what? I was that bad. Mm, I was that bad. And, and I'll be honest with you. I, there was a point where I went to my ex-wife and I told her, you know, I says, hey, you know what? You went out and did what you did, and this is why we are where we are. But um, it takes two people to make a marriage fail. It takes two people to make a, uh, a success, but it also takes two people to make it fail. It's not one individual by themselves, right? Um, and I apologize to her. I mm. apologize. I mean, I'll tell you straight out. She took off with some other dude. You know what I mean? That, and that was what happened. That's why I had to go, right? It, she didn't want to. She didn't want to. Uh, you know, a group thing. <laughs> she wanted that. Uh, she wanted to take off, you know, Amen. she told me she wanted happiness and she thought that she was going to find that with this other guy. Um, but again, I, I was, bro, I wasn't happy, you know, living in what I was living in. I wasn't happy. And the oddest thing is, is when I came to the Lord, uh, I had never slept so well in my life, bro. Oh, come on. It's like about the peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, when I go to sleep now, I rest, bro. When I was married for 14 years before, um, I remember laying in bed with her feeling like the loneliest man in the world. You know what I mean? And, and, and my, my wife, we're sleeping in a queen size bed. It's not like we're in a Cali King or something like that, all gigantic, you know, where mm. you can't even reach them over there on the side, you know, she's right next to me, but yet it felt like we were miles apart. You know what I mean? But I didn't know how to treat people, right? At least of all her, you know what I mean? So, um, the Lord has been good, dude. The Lord has been good. He has done an amazing work, um, moving mountains. Yes, he can, bro. Yes, mm. he can. Performing miracles. Man, look at you. <laughs> you know, he, he does these things more often than people give him credit for. Come on. He can, if, he, if he can use a, a donkey to rebuke a prophet, he can definitely use Matt Dominguez. You know what I mean? And David Mendoza. Worse than a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I know we're, we're here on Topical Tuesdays talking about the Word of God. I really, really love what you're saying. What you're really saying is your story is a story of second chances. You know, where God said, okay, you know, you might have failed at these things the first time. But now I got your attention. I'm going to put my spirit in you. You're gonna, I'm going to renew you. I'm going to restrengthen you. I'm going to give you new perspectives. And I'm going to give you that family. I'm going to give you that wife. And... um. I think a lot of people feel like one and done. Like, how, how can God ever love me again after divorce? How can God ever bless me after divorce? Because it was my fault, Lord. Just real quick, touch on that and how you, how, how God was able to do that with you. Because some people may be listening and be like, I got divorced once and 
I, I I'm I'm like stained. My jacket's stained. I'm wearing this right. this jacket. Can God use me? Can God can I find love again with a with another woman or another man? You know, however that goes. Right. Um, first I'm gonna say God's grace is more than it God's grace has no limits whatsoever. Uh, and that was the first part because uh, that was the thing, I guess, to start out with is that um, going through a divorce, being rejected by somebody that was supposed to be my best friend uh, just really made me feel worthless, bro. Like I had nothing, you know, and, and then the Lord, he stood me up. He wiped me off. And uh, again, like I said, he gave me a new heart. Um, he renewed my spirit. Um, second chances. Um, my wife sometimes tell me, she's like, man, you're so forgiving with people. But again, that's exactly what the Lord did, man. He gave me forgiveness. Um, not to say she's not unforgiving, but, but I'm just, you know, she kind of marvels at how I am with some people sometimes. And she's like, you know, I don't know how you just sit there and take that sometimes. And I says, man, obviously I don't call her man, but you know, babe, I says, if the Lord can do what he did with me, you know, who am I to, to not allow that grace to somebody else to, to pay it forward. Right. Um, and, and not only that, I'm going to need all that forgiveness when I get to heaven. Um, you know, he changed my heart. Um, the Lord I know has always known ever since I was, uh, since I was a kid, you know, I grew up in a broken home. You know, my, my mom kicked my pops out when, we were, I was like three years old. Um, I don't really know what it's like to grow up with a man in the home. Uh, you know, my pops was in and out of my life, but you know, even the story I tell is that, um, my pops, um, he, he was in and out, but I think the moments that I really needed him, he, he really wasn't there and he didn't really know how to deal with me. He was going through his own muck, you know? Um, uh, but the Lord always knew that I wanted a family, bro. And so when he softened me and he changed me and, and he did what he did, he always knew that was my desire, you know, and um, again, my history and my alcohol and my, my drug days, you know, the way I, I treated women before I got married. Um, I think the Lord knows that I'm dangerous if I'm by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? And so he's like, you know, like Paul says, you know, um, if you cannot do this by yourself, then maybe you need to look to get married, my brother. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think that in God's infinite wisdom, he knows, bro. You know what I mean? And, and he's not going to send me to walk down a path that he knows that I cannot, I can't make. Right. Not that he's not sufficient to carry me through that, but it would have been a long, uh, you know, 20, 30 years that I'm, I'm anticipating. I'm still going to live. Come on. Uh, <laughs> to, do that, to do that, you know, um, I don't know. Amen. God is good, man. Amen. Uh, he gave me a woman that actually, um, she's a big part of that. So to be honest with you, because even I'm, I'm, I can, I, again, I know how I am. And, um, she is, she's a very strong woman and she's able to, I don't want to say keep me, but remind me of where I need to be, what keeps me centered. You know, she is the, she, my rib bro. I'll tell you that much. And the Lord found me when he gave me the right woman, right. The one that he had created for me. That's what makes it possible. Amen. Because Amen. the other, my first wife, not to say she wasn't, but she was, she, I found her in my flesh. You know what I mean? And so that's the basis of our relationship at the very beginning. That's what it was. But, you know, you go get locked up 
she wasn't one of those women who was going to sit there and, and write that out. You know what I mean? She did. She wrote it for a little while. Um, but, you know, after a little while, it was just she never really had her heart back in it. Right. So. Mm. Hey, Amen. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. So. So as we get into the uh, man, I don't know. I think we could go home now. I, you could just turn around and go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> what a blessing to hear of, of God's graces. Uh, God's second chances, third chances, fourth chances. I said second chances, but I'm thinking like it could have been a, a million chances and a million different things. And and not only did God renew, uh, give you a new marriage and 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 the baby, but you were able to still you're still in contact with your children. And so that's a plus because I know sometimes after divorces, the kids don't want nothing to do with the person who ruined it and blah 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 blah. But God has been gracious towards you. And so as we move forward to the Topical Tuesday topic for the night. And so what we're trying to do this whole summer is do topics that edify the body, that encourage the body, that provoke the body. And one of them is foundational. We know it. We can't get around it. If we're going to be effective for God, we need to be men and women of the word. And so tonight I, I brought you on to kick it off. So we're making history today, whether it's four people worldwide listening to my videos the 12 people that are uh, liking my videos, you know, what they want from the liquor store, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> but tonight we're going to we're going to get in and we're going to the goal is is to encourage, to provoke people to get in their word, to know their word and to know what God says in his word to be effective in every area of their life. So where um, you send me your notes and uh so the topic is the Bible, the Word of God. And uh, so I don't know if you want to kick it off. And your first uh, um, your first thing is it shows us God's character. Number two, it shows us how to imitate God. And I think those were the two main ones, right, that you wanted to talk about tonight? Well, there is, and it's probably the last one on my list, but this is the one that probably got me the most started and increase my desire to be in the Bible, mm. which was Hosea 1 6. Talk right? about I'm sorry, 4, four 6. I'm, I'm gonna look smart over here for Ooh, a second. Look, I can see the you cheaters, now. right? Hosea 4 6, right? It, it was simply everybody knows this one. My people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge, right? Because you have rejected me, right? And that's what it is. People don't get into the word, and so. That's why we're so easily swayed by social media Ooh, or TV and all this wildness going on in the world. It's quite simply, you don't know what God said, mm. right? You don't know that he He foretold it was going to be like this. He's already said it. I mean, shocked that it's like this? You know, I love it. You know, my pastor says it. You shouldn't be surprised, bro. We should be praising God because we know the day is getting closer mm. to where he's going to come and take us home. Talk about it. And if you're in your word, you know that. Unfortunately, so that's 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 one verse that really kicked off uh, my desire to get in, in the Bible, right? When I remember when the pastor said that, you know, again, right? I'll read the whole verse. My people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children, right? Mm -mm. So, um where do we understand him, bro? You know, what, what is, what is truth? What is, uh, what does God have in store for my life? Right. And, and, um, so that's one for me and, and the uh, old Testament will go now to the points that you were talking about 
uh, one and two that, yeah, those probably are the biggest for me. Uh, also, beside behind that verse. But that's the one that kicked it off for me and gave me that desire. Like, I need to be in God's word, bro. If not, the devil will come back and he will swoop me up in a heartbeat because I am no match for him. You know, if I try to, if I don't have any armor on, mm. how can I fight, bro? Come on. You know, you know, when we're younger or, you know, doing a little bit of time like I did, you know, we're working out, bro, because we're ready to fight like all the time. Right. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, we, we always ready to, someone's going to look at me crazy and I'm going to be ready to fight. Well, I don't even see the enemy, bro. Half the time. Mm, come on. But I got to be ready to, to fight here. Right. We're only talking about my soul. Mm, that's it. Right? We're only talking about eternity. You know, so if if I need if I'm gonna take this serious, right? If I'm really gonna walk this walk, um, you know, I remember the pastor said one of the saddest things is the most the only time people open their Bible is when the pastor says, "All right, open your Bible too." Mm. Come on, you know, and that's on Sundays and because mo most of us don't go on Wednesday or most people, yes, right, don't go on Wednesdays and Sunday nights, right? Most people go on Sunday mornings, and that's really all the time that they have for the Lord. And and uh, even in this day, you know. Um, as we uh, talk about the truth and talk about the word of God. And there's so much, we're living in an information time where there's so much information at the fingertips. You can Google, you know, you got this website, you got that website, you got this theologian, you got that theologian, you got this doctrine. And so there's so much coming at us, so much information. You know, I, I, it goes to a story I heard once. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, you can correct me. But the FBI, right? Hopefully they're not listening. Um, when they train their agents in counterfeit cash, right? They give them cash. Uh -huh. They give them the cash, right? And they say, okay, I don't know what's the word, but study. Study this, look at this, examine this, whatever, whatever. Never giving them fake money, but only training them in real money. So when they mm. see fake, when they feel fake, they know fake. Right. And so that is why we, like you're saying, that's why we need to be so, we need the truth because in, an, in a time of isms, this ism and that ism and that acronym and this acronym and, and this politician pushing this and this website and this news media outlet, we got to know the truth because what the truth does is drowns yeah. out everything. And it gives us, That's okay. It. And so at this point, why is it, you're going to come and you're going to give us uh, uh, the uh, a blueprint, a breakdown, uh, what, uh, some strategy on becoming men and women of the word. And why is it important? And I think reading your Bible is great. People say, Oh, read your Bible. It's great. It's inspirational, but it's deeper than that. It's bigger than that because oh, not only, deeper. yeah, not only is there's a reason for it, but there's benefits from it. Uh, and so we're going to talk about that. So I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, give it back to you, and you do what you got to do. Could I call you right teacher on, or doctor? Excuse me? Teacher or doctor? You call me uh, You call me whatever you want to, bro. I'm going to call you late for I, dinner. I, don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> I'm going to call you don't professor. Call for professor whosoever. Come on. <laughs> So uh, number one in here is is definitely as it does show us God's uh, character. Mm, uh, like on. you were saying, point number one, uh, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the Old Testament, it's so scary. You know, it's this and that and God destroying everybody and killing these people and blah, 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 blah. No, actually, it's the contrary, bro. It's showing God's, um, God is very long suffering. Mm. 
right? And that's what it shows. And Lord knows that's that's what we need, man. I need I need the Lord to just hold on, man. Hold on. You know what I mean? It's so I, I have this verse here. It's Hebrews 1, 1, uh, verse, excuse me, Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And I'll read this real quick. Uh, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he has also made the universe. Right. Tell that to the Jehovah's Witness. Mm. The son of radiance J-Dub. of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, the exact representation of his being. Right. Jesus. Sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided pur- purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Um, so like I said, I mentioned the old Testament, this verse references Jesus and his character, right? And, and this is, um, the exact representation of his being, right? Uh, another verse that moves me uh, about Jesus was, um, when he's going into Jerusalem, I believe it's in Luke, right? And it says, he looked at it and he says, Jerusalem so many times. I called for you. I, I I told you, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Now, that's this is the Matthew's translation. Um, <laughs> the Dominguez edition. You know, so, many, so many times he says, I, I tried to bring you in. I tried to save you. I tried to help you. And you guys just, and he didn't say this part, but I'm adding this in now. Um, and you guys rejected me. You know, his love for them. I mean, again, um, in the book of Hosea, I mean, in, in so many of the Old Testament books, you know, God's heart was broken so many times. And, and Jesus shows, and it says Jesus wept. When he walked into Jerusalem, he wept, right? He looked up at the city and and, and he was moved. I mean, mm. it, it doesn't say that very many times about Jesus, right? But at that moment, when looking at the city, he was he was moved because those were his chosen people, right? Um so that's that's God's character. He has a heart for his people. He has called out to us. He's created a way. Numerous times he did it in the Old Testament and the New Testament, he gave us Jesus, right? He gave us Jesus um, to carry the weight, right? He knew that he knew when he gave the Old Testament that we could not keep it. So he gave us Jesus who would carry and, and uh, be sacrificed for our sins. Um, that that's God. I mean, God is much more than we can say, bro. You know, our our feeble English words, right, could never really capture the true essence of God. But you know, looking at Jesus and and going through His life, um, that one always moved me though. That He wept and He His heart breaks for us, bro. He's desiring us so often, and and that you know, to think that that's a, a part. Jesus, you know, again. Um, the Trinity, right? He is God and he wept for his people. That's the character of God, right? He wants us. He desires us. He created us with a purpose, right? And that purpose was to fellowship with him as he created Adam. It was to fellowship with him. That's what he, I just want somebody I can hang out with and chop it up, bro. So what's going on today? You know what I mean? lean on him for everything he was he was there to provide everything that's god's character you know from my understanding as it is today um that that's you know that's that's that point bro um 
And in um, number two, the Bible shows us how. Go ahead. And in talking about the character of God, a lot of people have this mis misconception of who he is. That he's just angry. He's sitting on a throne and he's just shooting fire at people and causing problems for people. And you know, and and um, what you're describing is a very loving God who is not so far removed. You know that he doesn't uh, feel feel our pain he doesn't he doesn't desire uh you know uh the things like he it's not like he's there saying well you messed up to hell with you you know but he's a loving god who who's been since genesis going after us you know and seeking us right. you know he doesn't what i love about god is see this is the thing is we're per, our perception on god is is very carnal it's very worldly it's very secular because we're thinking with a human mind. Right. So we don't see, like, he really, like, does God really love me? No, I don't think so. Like, he's really pursues me? No, he don't. He really this, and he really this, and he, no, but he does. And the character of God, one of the things I love about the scripture, and maybe we'll find it later, is that he puts his word above his name. Like, mm. he puts his word on the line. You know, in the streets, people say, all you got is your word, bro. All you got is your word. If you ain't got your, if, 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 if your name is bad, if your word is bad, it's your bad. And so right. he puts his word above his name because he, he's got to stay true to that. And all through scripture, you see him just being gracious and being loving and being forgiving. Okay, here's another chance. You guys screwed up. Here's another chance. They messed up again. Here's another chance. Oh my God! You and over and we're just the same. That he continues oh, yeah. to show grace, even when right. it's undeserved, which it always pretty much is. Always is, yep. That's right. Oh, that always reminds you again the goodness of God. Uh, always remember when I did my study in Romans, uh, chapter one, verse twenty-one, uh, on through like twenty-seven, twenty-eight, and it talks about that. Although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, right? And the, the chapter goes on and it just talks about how so God gave them over. Mm. He loved them so much. That's what I took away from when I was with. God loves you so much. If you decide to reject him, he will not force himself upon you. He will allow you to go your way. Why? Because he knows, again, he, he is in our heart, right? He placed himself in our heart. Um, and he knows that when we do come back to him again the prodigal son right uh i love that story god will be there waiting with open arms right slay the fatted cow man mm, bring the on. best robe get some joy my son is coming home you know but god you know again he he's patient bro he's long suffering and and he allows sometimes i wonder the sickness of this world bro the things that we see you know um god allows these things right he allows these things to go on. He allows us uh, as believers to watch these things. Um, and I'm sure like yourself, I mean, one thing uh, my pastor David Rosales always would say, you know, is, is, is he was coming up a youngster. He would always say, Lord, break my heart for the things that break yours. Mm, come on. I remember come on, hearing come on. that and that moved me, you know, and I'm like, man, I, I want that. And so sometimes I see things, bro, and I'm just like, man, this is sad, you know, and I think and I try to imagine how God sees that. You know, and again, because he allows them, right? Come on. He doesn't force himself on nobody, bro. He allows them. You want to go over there, woman, and sleep with that woman or man with that man? I'm, you know, 
the, this, and it, it goes on way more than that. Um, when he brings them home, when he gets through all that, um, it shows his goodness, bro. How could you reject a God who allowed you to go or myself to go through our drug use, mm, our abuse of on. people, of women, of alcohol, of relationships, you know, and he redeemed that. And he, if he could do it, you know, bro, he could do that for anybody, bro. It doesn't matter. Nobody goes too far. That's how good God is. That's God's character, bro. That is a loving God. He is not. The only reason you go to hell is because you want to go to hell. Mm, come on, preach. You know, because God does not wish, the Bible says that God does not wish that any man should perish, right? That's God's heart. But all should come to salvation, right? Jesus died for whosoever believes in him should not perish, right? John three sixteen. That's God. He loves so much he gave his son, bro. Could you do that with your little girls? You know what I mean? I, I have one son, bro. He blessed me with three girls, one son. Any one of those. If they came to me and said, you got to pick one and it will save the entire world. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're like, uh, not today, Satan. Oh, what am I? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that that's, that's a greater love than any of us could ever know. Right? That's the character of God, bro. Jesus, when he came in in the end and says, you know, now you are no longer... Um, friends but you're my brothers now right mm. we are now heirs that's the character of god bro he desires to share everything he has with us right opening up the floodgates of heaven and let blessings come down i got it for you what what, what you want what you want what you need you know what i mean your your vitamin water's empty your coffee's gone what you need brother i got you and, and you know what i mean and check this out all that is in the bible Woo. and so i know you preaching bro you preaching but this is not my imagination. Hey, but this is <laughs> this is the crazy thing about this everything you're saying right now. It only comes by knowing your word. It you don't know these things because you haven't read them. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How do Amen. we build our faith? Is by hearing God's word. How do we know God is graceful? Because my grandma told me, because I read it on a post? No, because I read it in God's <laughs> word. And God's word is true. It's infallible. It is righteous. It is settled. It is, it is, it is, it is real. It is living. And you're saying all these things because you're a man of the word. You're saying these things because you have been, it's been revealed to you through his word. Like, how do we know that God is loving? Well, because God is love. Well, that doesn't mean anything. If you, where, where did you, where are you getting it from? Well, God is this and God is that. And God is able to heal and he's able to provide He's able to restore marriages and he's able to heal bodies and touch lives and, and bring redemption and and um, uh, take people off of drugs. Well, how do you know these things? Because someone told you. And that's the problem, too, as right. we live in, you know, especially growing up in the Hispanic culture. We take things as truth because they're tradition. And because someone said it, then it's true. But you're saying right. contrary to that. No, 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 no. It's because I read it in God's word, I can stand on it and I can Amen. run with it. And I can preach it and I can get all sweaty on the AV podcast because it is so it is ingrained. It, the word is so powerful and it's so it's got so much life in it that when you get up and you're not and I ain't never seen you like this before. And I'm feeling good about it. Right. But 
when God's word is in God, you, man. and God's word is in you, man, you can't. It, it has to come out. And so, as we're talking about God's character, and you're sharing it, it's like getting a better understanding of who God is. He's not angry. He's not too far removed. He's not. No, people man. look at the Bible as God's greatest hits, and that's it. Oh no. And you're saying, no, 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 no. God is, he's in the, he's still in the business. He's still in the people business. So talk to us, continue as we go into, I, I don't know if we'd even stepped into two, because you went on a Holy Ghost Pentecostal, <laughs> there's revival in the house tonight. <laughs> but talk to us maybe uh, as we go into our uh, second topic, show us how to imitate God, right? The word of God gives us that. He gives us. The, uh, the word of God shows us how. Talk to me, man. Talk to me, my man. Well, yeah, no, most definitely. Uh, and that's Ephesians 5, 1, right? Follow God's examples, therefore, as dearly loved children. Um, by reading his word is how we know what God, who God is, right? Again, like you were saying, uh, you know, and I said it, I don't have the words to really tell you who God is. All I know is what the word says and what my small mind uh, understands. Uh, but um, it teaches how to live like God. Again, like I said, Lord, break my heart for the things that break yours. I want to cry when I look at, you know, who God has called out and who has fallen away, right? The brethren who, you know, maybe have, are backsliding or have, uh, you know, fallen away, you know, um, you know, that breaks our heart as well, right? Um, we want to rejoice with those who, who are rejoicing, right? I, um, we want to go out to the hurting. We want to we want to have something to share with the brokenhearted. Um, I want to be able to share with my brothers who have, who are struggling through a divorce. Um, Cause that's hard, bro. Um, drug use, alcoholism, you know, the, the cycle that all that is. And sometimes it seems like there is no escape from those things. Um, God can. And if you allow him to, he can remove all that stuff. Like I said, mm, God moves on. mountains. Preach. God moves mountains. All you have to do is um, give him the opportunity to do it, right? Surrender yourself. Uh, God's character. How to model that? Only by knowing God's word, bro. Can you have any idea Amen. of how to do these things? Right? Second most important commandment, Jesus said, uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Right? And no man ever hated his own flesh. Um, I love it because uh, my pastor David said it one time as well. He says, you know, well, how do you know I love myself? He says, bro, we're going to take a picture of this entire congregation right here. And you see everybody in here. Who's the first person you're going to look for? You. Mm, I like that. How word. did I look? Were my eyes closed? You know, is my hair okay? You know what I mean? Yes, and, yes. Vain, but I don't love myself. No, you love yourself. Oh, nothing, I guess. Don't play like that. You know what I mean? Let's be real over here. So, um, you know, I, I know sometimes people deal with a lot of things, you know, you have the, the self mutilators, you got a, a lot of things. People put themselves through so many rough things, you know, um, the Lord is in those things too. He is there waiting to redeem you. He can save you from those things, not in those things, but he is there with you through those things. Better said, hmm, right? Come on. Um, Easier said than done, eh? It's hard, bro. But it's it's hard. Uh -huh. That's why I need people like you in my life, Dave. 
You know what I mean? You, you are, uh, I've got very few people that I can actually share the real things in my life. I mean, stuff that um, we don't need to be sharing on the podcast. Mm. At some point, I mean, God, God can use all those things, right? I mean, it's real, bro. Come it's on. that point that we need someone to be real with. I need somebody to be raw with. Amen. We all need that. I, I think we lack brothers. that. We do lack that. Yeah. Absolutely, right? I got to sit here and tell you what a soldier I am, bro, how tall I'm standing today. And hey, bro, I got this, dog. You don't know me and the Lord. You know, we walking down the street together and everything is is everything is peachy king. You know what I mean? No, bro, it ain't always like that, dude. Right? Come on. Sometimes it's 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 down and dirty, bro, and the Lord is is refining us, right? And that's what he does. That's another part of God right there, too. Come on. And being weeds bro that closet that i keep over here that i don't want him to touch lord has removed quite a bit of things from that closet i'll tell you well he's he's uh, and it hurt dog it hurt you know i'll be honest with you that that wasn't easy and there were people affected by the things that were in that closet mm. but they all had the potential to destroy relationships and those around me as well and destroy me mm. right because that's what the enemy does right seeks to steal kill and destroy but how do we know that? Because we're men, you're a man of the word. So you not only know about God and how he moves, but now God is using his That's, word to describe the schemes of the enemy, the, the character right. of the enemy. And one of the things that I love about God's word is the scripture that always comes out. And, and I, I don't have it word for word, but I think we've created that. God has used us to be. There's healing when we confess our sins to one another. And there's, oh, yeah. And so as we think about the scripture, you know, confess your sins to one another so you may be healed. But not realizing that if, again, knowing the word uh, for every promise, uh, you know, a lot of promises, there's conditions. The promise is confess your sins to one another. You may be saved. But the condition is we got to confess the promises. You'll be healed. But how do we know that is by being men and women of the word and, and, and getting the blessings of God and getting the breakthroughs from God is being men and women that know their word. But you got to know the enemy. And that's how we know the enemy. Like you said, he, he, he don't come to bless, re, uh, re, revive and restore. Now he comes to kill, steal and destroy. And so knowing that. Is because you're a man of God, and a man of the God is a man of the word. Continue, Amen. my brother. Continue. Hey, uh, Jesus said it right. Man does not live by bread alone, mm. but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Right. That's that's what sustains us, bro. Mm, come that's on. That's what allows us to walk. How many years you've been saved, my brother? Too long. You know, not too long, bro. Not long enough. Not long, long enough. Okay, long my bad. Uh, you know Twenty I mean? twenty-two. Uh, the same with me. Uh, what was it? Uh, March 6, 20, uh, 2012. Mm, Bro, on my best day, I'll tell you right now, on my best day, I don't know how to be a Christian. Oh. Right? I think I'll, I'll, I'm I'll join that. I could be haughty, Doug. You know what I mean? Um, but the humility and the things, because the Lord was humble, bro, to wash a servant's feet. That's the character of God. To wash his disciples' feet. Right? And, and Judas, he even did Judas's feet knowing, knowing he knew, he knew what he's about to do. Right. That that's that's our God. I want to kick the that Lord dude that out. We serve. 
All right. You know what I mean? You don't get your feet clean tonight. Bounce, homie. <laughs> you got to go. Oh, you know what? We are fresh out of water. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm not feeling too good after all. You got to go. Peter, Ooh. handle this, dude. Peter, Did you see John's feet? Did you see John's feet? I can't touch yours now. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been like, Peter, handle that dude for me. Cut, you know, cut him up. But amen. So hey, man, we, all I know is God is good, bro, and he is able, just as able today as he was with Abraham and, and Joseph and Moses and Noah and Job. Mm. I mean, come on now. You know, as he was with David. Again, one of my other favorite ones, right? The adulterer, the murderer, mm. bro. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. We go on about David, dude. You know, but a man after God's own heart. <sighs> what? Hey, but he did pay for his sins, though, right? No sin does go unpunished. But that's the amazing thing about God is how in one instance, David is a ratchet, wretched, horrible human being. And then on the next part, God's like, but he's a man after my own heart. I'm like, wow. I don't, I, I, you know what I mean? He sees it all, bro, right? Man looks at the outer, God looks at our heart, bro. He knows what's in the depths of our heart. Ooh, come on. You got to preach you know? that one. And um, you said, you said uh, God's, uh, reading God's word will sustain you, it will preserve you, bro. will keep you. Yep. I, I, uh, Raul Reese said this, and I, that's one of your, your guys. He said that the Bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the Bible. And Ooh. he would write that in some, of the, um, some Bibles when he'd tell them or he would sell them when he would sign them. And he would say, right. this book will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from this book. And that's the power of God's word, that it's right. able to, you know, when you're going through your day and you begin to um, come across different temptations and situations you don't have to reinvent the wheel with God. That's what I tell people. You don't have to come up with something and like come up with things. You don't have to be smart and theological in a sense. You just have to go to the simple scriptures. Okay, right. I'm in this situation. What is God's word saying? And right. boom, there's victory. Boom, there's breakthroughs. Boom, there's right. power. Amen. But without having ammo, you got a you got a nice gun with no bullets. Right. And we're shooting and we're going out there and we're trying to respond to life and we're reacting instead of responding according to God's word. Because we right. let's just be honest. It's pretty sad that most Christians don't even know the bears of Christianity. I'm not talking about like the Trinity, break it down, the tabernacle, break it down. I'm talking about who built the, the ark. Uh, uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, who uh, who parted the Red Sea? <laughs> Peter. Uh, who was G nope. Judas's best that friend? That was Noah. Yeah, that was Noah. <laughs> yeah. Who who was Jesus's best friend? Um, Abraham. Uh, cousins Isaac, Meshach, Shadrach. It, no, but you know, being men and women of the word, like it's it, like you're saying, you, you're you're giving all these reasons your 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 guy's been exposing himself to you through his word Amen. and you talked Amen. about being sustained meditating on his word day and night the bible says you know because the enemy's going to come at you and i don't know if you you wanted to you were going to share that scripture about 
Jesus didn't come back at the enemy with these like cool little quotes and right. you know, suited and booted. I ain't got to get ready because I stay ready and ain't nothing to it but to do it. He said, for, <laughs> Jesus was like YOLO. <laughs> yeah, YOLO. <laughs> he came. Tells you how old I am, huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we doing good. We feeling good. Don't let the grace fool you. We still young. He came at him with the simple, for it is written. The word of God. Written. You ain't gonna beat the de- you ain't gonna beat the devil by screaming at him. And we'll talk about binding and rebuking later. But uh, or maybe not even this one, but it's the word of God. That's it. I mean, what else Amen. can we do with an enemy and temptation? And that girl comes and that that situation comes. What are we gonna do? What do we give them, Matt? What do we give these people when they're hurting and broken? What do we give them? Amen. I give him the gospel, bro. I give him God. I give him, you know, what he's given me. Yeah. Right? That's what I've been called to do is share every because that's what he did. He shared with me. So it's my time now to share with anybody and everybody I can, right? That's that's what we've been called to do. And uh, go out there and do that. So um, no, nah, dude, it's it's good stuff, bro. It is good stuff, dude. I had a couple other points, but go ahead. Uh, I, let's, yeah. let's handle it. No, 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 no. I I lost them, bro. You kept going and I kinda I was just enjoying what you were saying and, and my mind was just I I was I was here. I was here. <laughs> uh, amen. Bring it. So at the um so we talked about it shows us the God oh. uh, uh, it shows us God's character. Number two, we spoke about showing us how to imitate God. Any uh any more points uh, that you were wanting to share? No, I think that's that's pretty much it, bro. Again, I was going to touch on that sustainability. Um, again, Ooh, you know, talk about it because the Bible talks about it. Uh, Paul talks about it again, just more Bible, right? Uh, Amen. He, he says, um, right, it's it's not a race, bro, right? And Paul doesn't say this, but it, this is a marathon, right? If I was going to be saved, if the Lord was coming back tomorrow, then everything I needed I have right now, but it's not, bro. I mean, like yourself, you've been saved for years. Uh, you know, I, I've got a handful of years myself. Um, I don't know when the Lord is coming back, so I need to be able to make it there. And, and all we want to hear on that day is, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant, right? Because that's that's answering the calling. Be worthy, right? Ephesians 4.1, be worthy of the calling that you were called. Well, how do I be worthy? How do I know what I've been called to do, right? God's word will tell you, man. He, he's Everything is there. The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new. You, like David said a minute ago, like you said, my brother, there's, I'm not reinventing the wheel. There's nothing new. These, these groups that have come out and doing all these different things, this did, they didn't just invent something. This, the enemy hasn't created something that wasn't there 2,000 years ago. It's the same stuff over and over. The abortion, the homosexuality. I mean, all this stuff has been going on since the beginning of time. Back to the beginning of time, but nonetheless... Um, there's nothing new under the sun, man. You know, God is good, bro. That's all I can sit there and tell you. God is good, bro. He has held me. Um, you know, sometimes we kick and scream. Amen. Yeah. You know, sometimes we do. I'll be real with you, but he's he's still like, you know what? I got him up there. I'm right here. I'm right here. You know, and and sometimes he embraces me. Right, like I said, pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning, bro. Mm. And how do we? I wake up in the morning. I praise him for the new sunrise, bro. Another chance to get closer to him today. That that's my daily prayer, bro. Every day, I just I just want to just a little bit more to today than what I knew yesterday. And there's only one way I'm gonna obtain that, bro. 
You know what I mean? I just want to be close, dude. Um, they talk about in the book of Exodus, right? Uh, the Bible is how you get close to God. God's word is how you stay close. It's how he sustains you. They talk about it in the book of Exodus. Um, when they were moving through after the tabernacle was was built, uh, there was the everybody was broken up into separate groups, right? All the way throughout. Like, uh, anyways, the people who were on the outside of the circle, I'm kind of losing a little bit there, but the people who are on the outside, those are the ones who fell away, bro. They weren't close to God. They weren't close to what God was telling them. And and I don't want to use the word inner circle, but, you know, um, everybody in the center was a little, That that's just a metaphor for that relationship. The closer they are, we, we are with him, the better chance we have to be sustained. Mm. And, and the only way to stay close to him, fellowship and my brothers at church is, is a great thing, but I still every day, that'll get me through those church days. But what about Monday? Because the enemy's lurking on Monday. Mm. He lurking on Thursday. Saturday? Oh, yeah, he lurking. Yes, he you is. know what I mean? He doesn't take a day off, bro. And so those days, I'm responsible for those things. I'm responsible to cast my cares upon him. Mm. For he will sustain me. Right? I got to do that every day. Right? And, and again, that's only, I only know that, like you said, because God's word, bro, it tells me. He tells me over and over, dude. So, um, ah, David, good stuff, bro. You know, and one of the things I love about God's word is not only does it reveal who he is, it reveals who we are. It exposes mm -hmm. us. It exposes the enemy. And, you know, I tell people, you know, the, the word of God, the Bible tells us in Timothy's, it's for the maturing. It's for the, the mm. you know, it, it's God breathed. It's for training in righteousness. It's for, for, for becoming that guy that, you know, like you want to be a better father. Don't go listen with all due respect to Oprah Winf Winfrey and Steve Harvey. Go get in the word. And what does it say about being a father? You want to be a better uh, uh, wife. You go there. You want to be a better son. Amen. You go there. You want to be a, a preacher. Well, get in your word. You want to be a, an evangelist? Get in your word. And so what's happening right now in the body of Christ, not for everybody, but you have a group of people that have they're, they're, that are hungry and they're zealous and they're they're on fire for evangelism. There, You got guys that will stand on a corner and they don't care if people throw stuff at them and talk crazy to them. Hey, I didn't mean to throw it at you that one time. It's okay. You hit my daughter. She had, to, she had it coming. It's, it's cool. We got over it. But what I tell people is all the time is how are you going to come? How are you going to be an evangelist and you don't know the word? How are you going to be a preacher? You don't know the word. So what you're doing is you're giving them a false gospel. You're giving them a false reality, a false of what God really is. And that's why we have all this twisted doctrine out there. That's why we all have all this nonsense going around in the name of the Lord, because men are not being men of the word and women are not being the women of the word. And there's so much like this dysfunction. People are preaching just weird stuff because they're not fully dividing. They're not dividing the word correctly. And so, again, it's very vital that as men and women of God, you know, I tell people now there's just so much stuff good stuff out there there's tools there's free bible software there's audio bibles there's 
There's, I'm sure there's somebody in every church who could sit down with you and break down scripture. It's not yeah. like you're alone. It's not like you, you can't get understanding. You have the Holy Spirit. You can get understanding. And you got a lot of people running around just giving away nonsense in the name of the Lord. And that's why I love what you're saying because if you're a man of the word, you're going to understand those things. You're going to be able to share those mm-hmm. things. You're going to be able to stand on those things. You're going to you're going to you're going to get to know God, you're going to get to know yourself. You're going to get to know the enemy. And uh men and women that lack the word, they're not going to they don't stand they don't stand a chance, bro. And it's sad and, because no, unfortunately, they don't last. And if they do, it's a distorted walk. It's not it's not a gospel at all. It's it's religion. It's tradition. Well, like they talk about, if it's not the God of the Bible, then that's called idolatry, bro. That that If it's not the God of the Bible, if it's any other God, right, that's idolatry. A God of your own understanding, that's idolatry, bro. If you ain't coming right with it, then, you know, unfortunately. Amen. Like we opened up, like I said in the beginning, right, Hosea 4.1, my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge, bro. Mm. And where are we going to get true knowledge and understanding? I love it. Also, uh, my pastor would say um, the Jews had the Greeks had a definition of the term knowledge was an accumulation of information. Mm. The Jews definition of the term knowledge is it's an action word, bro. It's actually a verb. Right. It's not just an accumulation. It's that I actually am living these things. Mm. Come on. Come right? on. I, I reflect these things. That's knowledge. Right. It's one thing to sit here and say all these things. That's easy. Anybody could do that. Right. But living it, bro, that that's real. Meditating on it. Right. That's real. That's the transformation. That's where that comes from. So, you know, just be encouraged. If anything else, uh, bro, today, just be encouraged. You know what I mean? My brothers and sisters, whoever the 12 people are that like this and the three that actually watch it, uh, be encouraged, bro. Please be encouraged. God is good, bro, and God is willing. God is willing, and all he's waiting for is you to just say, yes, Lord, give me more. Like Pastor David Trujillo used to say all the time, you want you want more? God, just, just fall in love with him more every day, bro. Just try every day, fall in love with him more, and that means a little bit more Bible every day, bro. 15 minutes, five minutes, right? The phone app has the, the you, what is it, you version? You get the verse of the day, bro, and you can read that every day. Right, it give you a little breakdown of, of a summary of it. Got to be careful because there are some uh, wolves in there that, that that are doing some of the commentaries on that. Mm. Yeah, I saw, I saw your girl Joyce Meyer on there one time. Yikes! I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, hey, wait a minute now. Uh, and, and um, maybe what you can do at this point as we're we're coming to a landing is c- kind of give us like you already kind of did this. Uh, you're doing it. Give us maybe some more practical steps to get people to get more engaged in God's word? What are some practical things that you feel? Because like, I'm not going to tell people to read 15 chapters a day and no, and, by and, no means. and um, go ahead and just read King James only. And, you know, um, give us some practical steps to creating a healthy Bible reading life. Right. Well, like I said, uh, and you can set a reminder for it too on you version, uh, the day, verse of the day, right? Just a little bit. I actually had it for a while where I had like three verses coming up a day, an evening one, a time to pray, um, you know, and I would use that as time to meditate on the word that was given earlier in the day. Um, you'll always hear this one. Wake up 15 minutes earlier. 
Um, a lot of people say they don't have time to read their Bible. Um, but I was told a long time ago, and I love this one. I use it a lot with my family because, you know, everybody says we don't have time for family. No, we have time for the things that we want to make time for, right? If the homie calls you up and says, hey, let's go over here and uh, let's go shoot some guns for a little while. I, you know, my calendar's full, but you told me shoot some guns. I'll make time for that. You know, again, we make time for the things that we want to make time for. Uh, we desperately need to make time for God. If you see the direction that our nation is moving in, uh, people need to, we, we need more God in, in our in our lives on a day-to-day, every individual. So those are a couple of things of 15 minutes earlier. Even if, you know, if not, before you go to bed at night, take 10 minutes, you know, uh, start in the New Testament, right? The Gospels are always good. Uh, Romans is amazing, right? If you read Romans from front to back, let's just say, just for a little bit of something, right? It, it'll, you do it a couple of times, it'll stick, Um that's an amazing book. Uh, the book of Proverbs. Mm. It says there's 31 Proverbs, right? One for every day. That's a five-minute reading, bro. Some Proverbs are a little bit longer than others, but still, nonetheless, they're all. That's one of the first things I did was I was reading Proverbs. One proverb every day for a month, right? You do that for about two, three months. You'll always hear something more. Mm. Um, I love it. My pastor even says that as well. My, my pastor, David, uh what does he have? Some 40 something years saved, right? I think it's more than that. But anyways, I think it's 40 some years with the church, some 50 years saved. Um, and he'll say things like, um, oh my goodness, I'm, I've got count on his numbers, bro. See, there's still some residual effects of all those bad years. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh... But you know, no, but the proverbs are something good, bro. They're 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 yeah. good. There's a that's a simple way that you can start, um, and it's very very good and very applicable to daily life. Using big words on me now, bro. Right? It's something you can apply. Applicable. It's something you can apply to everyday things, bro. You'll be amazed if you're in God's word how relative it actually is. Uh, proverbs. This is an easy one, though. Like I said, the verse of the day, uh, the one-year Bible is great. Uh, remember this, though, too. Um, reading your Bible doesn't make you any more saved or any less saved by not reading it, right? We're not saved because of uh, any works that I do, right? Sitting here being able to spit verses doesn't make me more saved than my brother who just got saved yesterday, amen, right? Amen. I am just as saved as he is. Uh, but again, you want to be sustained in the Lord, Dig in, brother, because you got a fight on your hands. The enemy is not going to surrender that easy. He will not give you away that easily. So those are just a couple little small things that I know of that uh, can help you with that. The one-year Bible is great. That's about 15 minutes a day. Like I said, that'll give you some New Testament, some Old Testament, little proverb, and a little psalm every day. And and that will and, and when you do that, though, and actually the cool part about that is seeing how in tune the New Testament is with the uh, Old Testament. Mm. How they actually are, they're 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 hand in hand, bro. It's it's God's word is alive, bro. It's alive. I love it. Yeah, I love it, bro. <laughs> Amen. So you know, uh, we talked about uh, we talked about practical things we can do on a daily basis. You know, and uh, any person who's someone said it, this is what someone it, the other day I heard this example from uh, my brother Vince from the Outsiders, Brian. He said. If you preach the gospel long enough, someone's going to get saved. If you read your word long enough, it's going to get in. And it's going to, it's, it's, something's going to happen. And so I tell people, look, at do one scripture every day. Um, uh, it's, 
tr- uh, strive to apply it. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's a, there's something happens when you are diligently seeking God. And so what I see happening with a lot of people is mm-hmm. as you read one scripture, you got hunger for more scripture. And then you get hunger for more scripture. So that five minutes turns into seven minutes. That turns into nine minutes. That turns into 12 minutes. You know, your your prayer life is maybe four minutes a day. But then as you pray more every day, you're exercising your your your, your spiritual stuff. And you're, you want to pray. All of a sudden, you're praying eight minutes a day. And then all of a sudden, you're praying ten minutes a day. And before you know it, you're praying all day here and there. And you're, you're, you got one scripture in in the morning. Before you know it, you're like, at lunch, I'm going to. I'm going to go separate myself and I'm going to read another couple of scriptures. And I yep. think that's how God works. And I think people, they overcomplicate like, okay, man, I got to learn all this scripture and I got to learn all this doctrine and okay, that'll come man. in due time. Yeah. But as we come to a closing, as we, as Pentecostals, we like to close 10 times. That's what we do. <laughs> I'm glad you brought a hat. Amen. <laughs> so at the end of the day, this is what I would say. If you, Matt Dominguez, were given one last word of advice, uh, one last sermon, one last uh, conversation, what would you say and who would you say it to? Who would I say it to? Oh, man. I That would have to be my kids, bro, mm-hmm. above anybody else. You know, I got a, what, 19... 21 and a 23 year old right now um yeah i didn't didn't raise my kids in the church like i said that their mom that relationship was born was created uh as a flesh relationship um so i didn't do them right i took them to church with me when uh when i got saved uh, 12 years ago right they were my son was like 12 13 or something like that at that time so you could do the math on my girls um and i took them but you know one thing I want them to know is I was raised in it, right? I was bathed in it as a child. Um, and it came back full around again. I had to live my life, but it came back around in the end. And and the Lord was just as faithful uh, as I got older as he was to my mom, my grandmother, you know, those before me. And, you know, God never lets you down, bro. He'll always be there is what I always tell my kids. He will always be there. He's just waiting for you. He is one prayer away, right? I love it. The shortest prayer in the Bible is God save me, right? I love that, dude. And what does the word say after that? And immediately he reached in and grabbed Peter and pulled him out, right? Immediately. He didn't wait, bro. God was there that second. Jesus was there. That's all he's waiting for. Um, So, that's all I would say, bro. God is good, man. God is good. He never fails. He is more faithful than anybody or anything you will ever meet in your life. Mm, amen. So we said a lot of stuff tonight. We talked about a lot of things. And uh, again, at the end of the day, uh, God is a God of second chances. God is, uh, if you diligently seek him, you will find him. You know, not like he was lost, but. You know, I tell people like, if you go after God, you're going to you're, you're going to get him. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like God is not like most things that you continually fight for. And then at the end, you just don't get it. Like, man, I tried right. my best and I just didn't get it. Like I put I, no. I did my best and I didn't get it. No, God's like, you come after me, <laughs> you're going to get me. 
Like, you, you knock. You'll find me. You knock, and I'm gonna open. You know, like God Door will be opened. God Amen. is available, and He's available through His Word. And if you're seeking truth, you're gonna find it in every page in the Bible. And um, Amen. someone once said, "If you wanna, you wanna hear God's voice, read your Word. If you Amen. wanna hear it out loud, read it out loud." Something like that. Because <laughs> everybody wants to hear the voice of God. Well, yep. read your Bible. It is alive. Yeah. Um, if you take a chance on God's word as a Christian, take a chance on putting a little time every day. Don't wait for your pastor to give you the word. Don't wait for that, that scripture to bring you in the morning. But go after God. He'll reveal himself. He'll show himself real. You know, like I said... I've been around for a minute. You've been around for a minute. And there's still things, there's still things in God's word like I'm not fully like grasping. Oh, no. I say, you know what, Lord? Okay. I don't understand this. So I'm going to put it on the shelf for now. And you're going to reveal it and, and when it, when time is needed. It's due time. Yep. You know, and um, invest. I, I go on websites that I can trust. And I, 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 I study God's. I, I buy books to help study God's word. You know, commentaries and dictionaries. Be careful on the ones that you actually purchase. Right. Um, try to see maybe if your pastor can co-sign it. But at the end of the day, you know, let's you know, being a a, a, a man of God's word and a woman of God's word doesn't mean that you can you're gonna know the the whole thing. You're gonna have the, the doctrines all down, and you're right. gonna you're gonna know how to break down the Hebrew and Greek because it's not reality, but just. Being in his word and trusting in his word, the more you read it, the more he reveals. You're going to be an effective Christian. You're going to be a healthy Christian. You're going to be a happy Christian. Amen. Amen. Anything else you want to say before I I, 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 I nicely kick you out? No, brother. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for the opportunity. God is good. Um, this was better than I thought it was going to be for me. Come on. God, God uh it's always that's better God, for bro. that's God, bro. That's God. When you when you when you do something for God, you're like, man, this is this was for me. Not you think you're gonna go tease somebody something. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I said it and then I'm like, oh man, man I, I needed that one today. <laughs> you're gonna be like, I was gonna try to teach David something. The A V podcast something. And then the Lord's like, No, I was here to that happens to me all the time when I, I try to tell people let me tell you something, youngster. And then I, I, I walk away like Dang, my bad. <laughs> nah, brother. Hey, that's, you know, I said I was praying too. Uh, I know when you were doing your intro, I prayed one more again, you know, before coming in here. And I'm like, Lord, just let me get out the way. Uh, All I'm going to do is muddle this thing up. I know me. Come you on. know, sometimes I want to be the king. I, I think I'd look good in the crown. Mm. Uh, but, uh, you know, Lord, you know, mm. that's another one, a part of my prayer every day is I just want. Just use me just this much today, like, please, like, just a little bit. Can you do that much for me? You know, if I'm worthy, right? And that's all I seek is to be deemed worthy. Mm, come on. Right? And that's being diligent, man. Right? So, hey, I love you, my brother. Thank you very much for this opportunity. I appreciate it, man. God bless you. God bless you what you're doing here. Um, I pray you just continue to just tell stories and give God glory, brother. Woo! Ooh, he got the motto. He got the motto. Amen. That's it, man. Thank you. I love you, brother. You have a great night, huh? We'll talk to you real soon. God bless. All right, man. Amen. So another amazing night on the AV podcast. Welcome to Taco Tuesdays. I mean, Topical Tuesdays, right? I got the girls right here. And um, 
Come on, come on, come on in. We're right here in the AV Podcast Studio with the Taco Tuesdays. We got we got the girls, and um, so tonight I just want to let you know that this is the kickoff of uh, segments we're gonna try to do all summer long called Topical Tuesdays. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, if there's something that you want to hear us talk about, let me know. I'll find the right people. We'll come together and we'll just get more knowledge, more wisdom, but ultimately we'll get more of God. So this is what we do on the AV podcast. We tell stories and we give God glory. And for the next few weeks, we're just going to be talking about things. We're starting it off this week with being uh, people of the word. The next topic either is going to be prayer or worship, evangelism, fellowship, brotherhood, fatherhood, motherhood, Robin Hood. Huh? Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Pizza. Tacos. Uh, What's that? Oh, you want it? I don't want it. I don't know what that is. But amen. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for taking time to come in and chill out with the AB Podcast. I got Abby, I got Hannah, got, we got Jesus, AB Podcast, Jesus be the reason for this season. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. Cuckoo! Is that how you, is that how you end the podcast? No, we have to say, Bra, bra, bra. sour. All right, we got to go. God bless. Remember, in everything you do, give God glory. Brrrr. <laughs>